Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Well, this sucks. that out of the way so how's things Sweet. man they're good they're good it's a you know it's a busy time of year trying to conduct business and get your scouting in and get every yeah. you know get everything in a pile so that uh, when it's time when it's go time you can just grab and go but yeah. it's a it's a good it's a fun time of year it's yeah. it's good to, you know it's always uh the anticipation is like uh christmas is right around the corner you know it's christmas yeah. for adults you got that right. You got yeah, that. Yeah. Right. Well, you want to just get rolling, Pete? You put your yeah, beard on for a sec? That. No, I can't do that. I'm still <laughs> hydrating. You can just give us a little intro on yourself and uh, you know, just tell us who you are and 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 what you got going on. Well, that's a big uh that's a mouthful. I uh <laughs> my name's Ken Claremont. I'm uh I'm the owner of Train to Hunt. The company started back in 2010 when uh a guy named Dan Staten and myself, we were running a CrossFit gym. And uh, I know you guys have had Dan on the, on the podcast. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And we started train to hunt 2010 and by, and we worked our tails off just putting out a daily workout for hunters. And by 2012, um, um, I had developed a, basically a challenge. It was basically testing grounds for your hunting fitness because a lot of our clients, we were losing a ton of them right after hunting season. And most of them were doing, sprint Ironmans and 5Ks and 10Ks and these, you know, these, these, uh, races during the summer. And, uh, so they were training for those. And so I came up with this, basically this field test of, it's called the train to hunt challenge where we put your, your hunting test, your mountain legs and your lungs and your core and how well you, you pack weight through the mountains and how well you shoot under pressure and did that from 2012 until 2019. And then 2008, 2020, we got shut down. And uh, 2022, I finally 
decided, you know, I think that we're kind of on the other side of this thing for the most part. And we're probably not going to get shut down because it, it's a lot to set up one of those races. You have to find yeah, a host, yeah. you have to find all kinds of volunteers and sponsors and all kinds of stuff. And I, I set up seven of them in 2019 and wow. I had lots of people signing up for them and then I had to shut them down. And so refund, refund. And then I was sitting there going, okay, what am I going to do now? And yeah. so I didn't want to get myself in that position again. So I waited till two, 2022. Yeah, smart. And, uh, yeah, yeah. And when I came back, I wanted to come back and set my, because really my, my heart really lies in training. Like I love mm -hmm. training people. Um, I, I enjoy seeing people overcome limitations that they set up, set for themselves. Um, I really have a heart for people who are, um, have never trained or feel like they just, they tried everything and they can't do it. And for people like in their like mid forties to like, 60s 70s i really like enjoy that audience too because mm -hmm. um most of those people have never trained and what and what they do know they um they don't feel like it's it's worked and let's face it there's tons and tons of training programs out there right now and you know guy 70 years old that's thinking man i want just a couple more seasons here they jump on there and see these training programs and they're like man i i don't even know what a snatch is you know like that's <laughs> or a clean or whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, my program is a little bit simplified. It's, it's just based on endurance, stamina and mobility balance. Those things necessary for the mountains. Yeah. All the key ingredients. I'm, stop because I'm sure you get more questions. So. Yeah. Well, so let's back up a bit. How did you get into hunting and, and well, I guess we'll just start with hunting. How did you get into hunting? Cause sure. like that, that's a big part of it. Yeah. It's a huge part of it. And it was, it's just one of those things I was born in, uh, North Idaho, small town called Bonners Ferry is just south of the uh, Canadian border. So I, I, uh, am very familiar with the, uh, with Canada, you know, it was only the drinking age was only 19 across Canada. So everybody, by the time they hit uh, the 19 year old, <laughs> we're going to Creston and they're going yeah. to Cranbrook and, oh, yeah. and partying up there. So I, um, I just grew up hunting. My dad, my grandfather, um, all were big hunters and I'm pretty sure that I went because my mom was telling my dad, you've got to get this kid out of the house. <laughs> so <laughs> I was following my dad, stepping into footprints, trying to be as quiet as possible and learning, you know, what it means to, to hunt. And from yeah. there, I hunted with my rifle all the way through high school. But I was a four-sport athlete. So I, you know, I, I just was a kind of a weekend warrior and everybody hunted. So it wasn't something that that I thought was like, oh, we're, you know, we're, we're hunters. So we're, we're different than, we're not different. We're just like everybody else. And so... Um, I was playing sports year round. Um, and so I'd sneak in some, some deer hunts and some elk hunts when I can. Um, but that's football season most of the time. Yeah. And then went to college and in college I hunted a little bit, but you know, I was, a I played sports in college. I was a college baseball player and academics and, you know, everything else, you know, mm -hmm. the, everything else that goes along with college. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I didn't carve out, out a ton of time to, uh, go hunting, but as soon as college was over, you know, 23, 24, I jumped right into it and started, uh, that's when I really started bow hunting was when gotcha. I was 23, 24 years old. Yeah. Oh yeah. What drove you into bow hunting? Just more opportunity. Yeah. You know what? It was really my dad, my dad bow hunted my boat, my dad bow hunted my whole life. And he had, you know, he had recurves and he had a compound with little wheels on it and no sight. And dude was out there just chucking arrows, you know, like, he never killed anything, but he was always bow hunting. And the first thing I ever got before a BB gun, before anything was a little recurve. And I was out, you know, shooting it, anything that's, you know, stood within 
20 yards of me, I'd fling an arrow at it. And so bow hunting really was something that I was always interested in and shooting bows. Um, but once I, once I really started hunting again and understood that there was less hunters in September than October, that's when I really took, uh, took up, um, bow hunting. And so I I cut my teeth on, yeah, yeah, I cut my teeth on elk hunting and whitetail deer hunting. Um, I have done some mule deer hunting, um, with my bow. I did a doll sheep hunt with my bow, um, back in 2000, gosh, 17. Oh yeah. Um, Cool. But when you bring it, here's something, when you bring a bow and a rifle, you probably, uh, I packed my bow around the mountains for 10, 10 days and then ended up killing it with my rifle. So, yeah, yeah. It's tough that, I mean, it, Pete and I talked about this all the time and like, yeah. you want to transition to a bow hunter, you got to just leave your rifle at home. You can't even leave it in the truck. Mm-hmm. You got to just nope. be willing to just eat tag soup and yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, yeah. Well, that, that's, that's cool. Right. Where did you, uh, where'd you go for your doll sheep hunt? Alaska. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my first sheep hunt was with uh, was in like two thousand like two thousand thirteen, and it was my brother, myself, and my dad. Oh yeah. Um, and my dad was fifty eight, and that's a good. I'm glad you brought that up because that's really where trained the concept, the train to hunt was born was in the Brooks Mountain Range in two thousand thirteen or two thousand nine. It's hard. Like, hard for yep. me to remember exactly what year it was but my dad being 58 and as you can imagine i've been following him around the woods for so long and he's been walking me into the ground ever since i could remember and uh we went up there and uh, by day three we had covered i don't know maybe 25 30 miles in the brooks and um we had some sheep spotted and it was like four four in the morning and we told my dad hey we got we got a sheep they they were, I don't know, they're probably 2000 feet elevation and quite a ways away. Yeah. And he, uh, he was like, man, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm up for it, boys. I just yeah. don't think I'm up for it. So, and it, that really sparked something in me to say like, gosh, you know, a guy's waited his whole life to do this hunt. And, um, he's yeah. in a position now physically that he just feel like, like he can't even make the climb to, in order to fulfill this dream of a lifetime. Um, and so when I returned from that hunt, I said, you know what, I'm going to develop a program specifically for hunters, specifically to get people ready so they don't ever have to miss opportunities. That's yeah. awesome. That's good. Yeah, no doubt. That's mm-hmm. cool, man. Cool. So yeah. fitness, I guess, do you have any, uh, you know, when you went to school, did you get any, any, um, like, uh, personal trainer fitness, anything like that? Or is it just, all yeah, yeah. So, I, so yeah, my fitness background is very similar to my hunting background is that, um, my mom was an aerobics instructor and oh, personal yeah. trainer. So I grew up in the gym. I was always there, um, lifting weights and, you know, yeah. basically my playground after school. Yeah. And so, uh, when I got into college, um, I decided I wanted to be a PE, a PE teacher and a coach. And that, and, and that was my fallback plan. I mean, obviously upfront was, I was going to be a professional baseball player, but that was my fallback plan. I'm going to be a PE teacher and a coach. So I went to school and I got a PE teaching certificate and a kinesiology degree and then came out and was teaching, coaching and training. And then went back four or five years later, five, five or six years later and got a master's degree in um, physical education yeah. and a minor in sports psychology. So cool. yeah. And the sports psychology degree was really just a matter of like, I'm really interested in what, yeah. what motivates people, what keeps, what gets them ticking, what makes them choke under pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was after a year of, 
Uh, I played prof- a year, played a year of professional baseball when I was 25. That's kind of a long story, but um, I was out of college for a little while. And then I just tried out and made a team and went and played professional baseball for a summer. And I, I caught some great pitchers, but they all fell apart <laughs> under pressure. And so I was like, you know, it'd be really interesting to kind of dig into what makes people tick, like yeah. what makes them choke, what makes great athletes so right. nervous that they, that they can't perform. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's really interesting. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. awesome, man. So, um, what, how did you meet Dan and how did this whole thing get started? Tell So in 2003, I think it was 2003, I moved to Spokane and, uh, just decided I was going to, um, get out of a small town. I got my master's degree. I was still, I was back in this small town. Um, and I just needed to, spread my wings and get out of there because yeah. every time I'd leave for college or anything, I'd always end up back in this small home, this small town. And so I decided to move to Spokane, walked into a gym and, uh, you know, I had my suit and tie on and my portfolio out and they said, I will get the fitness manager and, um, and walked in state. And he, I think he was like 22 years old or something <laughs> like that. Like, just fresh out of high school, like just fresh off the docks and, um, sat down showed him my portfolio and this is not, a, this is, absolute truth um he kind of takes a look at it and looks over at me and he's like uh you're from idaho and i was like yeah and he's like do you bow hunt i said yep he just shut my portfolio and said you're hired <laughs> you're in. That, that was all, like that was the <laughs> that was it like you bow hunt awesome. yeah okay you're hired and oh, then uh funny. yeah from that point on we just you know we always clicked and we formed a, a you know friendship and we hunted together and through those early years of dan you know learning how to bow hunt we were together and he man he he's an all or nothing guy. Like yeah. when he decides he wants to get good at something, he, he goes all in. And so, you know, I was along for the, that ride and, you know, doing what I could to, to help him. I don't know if I helped him much cause he was, he was just such a sponge. He was just absorbing everything. And then yeah. in, in 2008 is when um, we just, you know, we had a meeting and said, Hey, I think we should join forces and we should do this. Uh, we should do our own gym. And, and Dan, had uh, just come off of working for this gym yeah. uh, down in Boise. And I had just, I was still a, a fitness um, manager at another mm-hmm. gym. And I said, Hey, we should open up a CrossFit gym. And at that point I, you know, introduced Dan to like, this is, you know, let's go check out this CrossFit gym in Spokane. We'll do it for a week and then we'll fire it up. So mm-hmm. we, at that point in 2008, became business partners in CrossFit. And two years later, um, you know, we just decided, you know, we came back. It, was, it must have been 2009 because in 2010 is when um, we really started talking seriously about developing this hunting, this hunters, you know, this hunting athlete training system. And we did a ton of research. There was nothing out there that was, it, that was specifically targeting hunting. Right. And uh, we launched it in 2010 and 2010, 2011, um, we did it and we worked our tails off. And in 2012, um, I'm, gosh, I think I'm like nine years older than Dan. I was married. I just had my first kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, really what it comes down to is we were just in different places in our life. And we were like, you know, uh, thinking that we should be, we should, our business should be going in this direction. And, um, we, we just decided, Hey man, while we're still friends, let's just sit down and really talk about like what it would look like if we went separate ways. Mm-hmm. And so we sat uh-huh. down and, um, 
Yeah. We negotiated the gym and I initially, I wanted to buy the gym and, um, he really wanted it. And I said, okay, well, well, I'll tell you what, I'll sell you the gym, but I want to keep trained on. And he said, you can, ha- you can have trained on because oh, cool. we, it, it was just starting up and we ha- hadn't really gone anywhere. Yeah. And, uh, so I, so I just took train to hunt. He took the gym. Um, I started working at a cattle ranch and, uh, yeah, we've, we've stayed in touch over the years. It's, it's been great. Cool. And, um, it's really come, it's come a long way since, since 2012, um, yeah. 2012, we started doing the events and, uh, and the events went really well. And actually they went so well that I kind of got away from the training aspect because I could only put my energy yeah. in really one area and splitting my time. Um, I felt like I couldn't do a very good job at either one if I was to split yeah. time. So I just said, okay, here's what we're going to do for the training side. And mm-hmm. it was like a, a workout generator. So you could say, this is what this is how much time I have. This is what kind of workout I want. Right. And then would you pop up a workout? And then I spent all my time on the, on the event side. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That's one thing. If you, if you're spread too thin, you don't get, uh, you know, some, one thing doesn't get your full commitment that it needs and it just, it lacks it just lacks you, you know, you're a big part yeah. of it. You're, you're, you're so much involved. And then without you being committed 100% to it. Um, yeah, it's just not the same. You're not going to get the same results and same feedback from people. Cool. Yeah. And I'll tell you, Kevin, one of the thing that keeps me awake at night is letting people down. And yeah. if I can't put my, if I can't put out a product or a service that I'm proud of, and I feel like I'm just, I'm going to be letting people down. Like I'd rather just not do it. Yeah. So, yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. Do you feel, I just, I just, so moving forward in the hunting space, do you feel yeah. that the fitness side of it has become a lot more present than it was when you guys got, got it rolling? Holy, well, geez, you t- I mean, every, anybody who's paying attention at all would be probably surprised to hear that train hunt was the first one there. They're like, wait a minute. Well, what about mountain tough? What about um, all these other programs? Yeah. That are, yeah well, that's why I'm asking. Yeah. That's why I asked you, cause you've been there since the beginning. I mean, Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, it's, like my, I grew up hunting, you know what it was like for my dad. It was like, it was hunting camp, drinking beers. And it was like, they grew up like we hunted in Northern BC. So it was like, they got their moose in like two days and they were still there for five days drinking beer. You know what I mean? Like, Oh yeah. So oh it, yeah. It's, it's a lot different now than it used to be. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable how things have changed. I, I was just thinking about this the other day when, uh, when I was thinking about this podcast and I was like, man, how things have changed. When I was a kid, my dad would like, literally we'd hunt all day. And I was just, I was under 10 years old and yeah, to eat, it was like a sandwich, maybe an apple. And if, and maybe if we didn't have bottled water back then, so he would take coffee, shove a bunch of snow and shove a bunch of snow in it. And here you go. And that was all day. And, and nowadays people are way more, you know, way more aware of their nutrition, their back, yeah. you know, what they're putting in their bodies when they're hunting, they're making sure they're getting water and water, water filters and making sure they have enough calories and yeah. they're, they're training before it's really in the last 12 years has really boomed. Like, yeah. um, people, the, the first person that I can remember first hunter, I can remember talking about doing anything in the off season that would help improve, um, his hunting season was Dwight shoe. And he was doing like these, these races, um, back in, oh man, I don't know the nineties. He was doing these, um, these ultras back in the nineties. And then Cameron Haynes came along, uh, Haynes came along yeah. 
And he started talking about, you know, training and doing these marathons and doing yeah. these races. And then his lift run shoot came into, in, into play. And about the time his lift run shoot came into play, that's about what time, that's about the time we fired up. In fact, um, we got, we got a fair amount of like hate mail from, um, some of his fans because they thought we were, were you trying to be Cameron Haynes? No, we're not trying to be Cameron Haynes. We're trying to help you become Cameron Haynes. We're not, yeah. we're not trying to pose yeah. as something we're not. So it's funny how guys instantly or people, they just instantly go to that. Eh? It's like, Hey, you, you, you just trying to do this cause he's doing, or you're doing this just to be, you know, like in your time to try to emulate Cameron Haynes. Like, no, like even if you yeah. were, even if you were trying to do that, okay, the guy's a machine who cares if I am, why are right. you doing it? Why are you sitting here on your on your computer? You should be out going for a run, doing some push-ups, doing something. But second of all, I'm just doing this, first of all, to help people. And then, you know, yeah, it, it's just yeah. funny how people, they instantly go to that. They instantly get offended when you're trying to do something to better yourself or to help people better themselves. And when they don't want to do it, I find that's when they, they lash out at people. Yeah, it's just a, it's a matter of like, of uh insecurity on their part yeah. i mean that's really what it comes down to when people feel like they'll never get that they want to drag you down with them yeah, yeah. i mean that's all, that's all it comes down to and, Hater, and haters gonna hate yeah yeah exactly yeah. peter haters are gonna hate and that's all there is to it in fact when i first the first couple of years that i was doing train to hunt when i started getting hate mail i was like geez man like these people are pissed and uh one of my buddies who had been in this space for a while said man, you know, you've arrived when you start getting hate mail, like yeah. if people don't care enough to like, if not enough people see you that you're not getting anything, you're not getting any hate mail, then you're not getting enough people seeing your stuff because yeah, yeah. that's just, that's just the way it is. And yeah, that's good I've accepted that. Yeah. And I'm, I'm okay with it, honestly, yeah. like, because I know the fact of the matter is, is I know what I'm trying to do. I know where yeah. my heart is. I know that my heart's in service that I want to just help people succeed. Mm -hmm. I want to do whatever I can to help them overcome these barriers and get more hunting seasons out of their lives. Cause yeah. it's, there's, it's not like there's infinite, uh, yeah. you know, number of hunting season. We have a finite number of hunting seasons. And, um, yeah. and it, as I get older, I, I, I realize that more and more, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm creeping up on 50 and, um, you know, I hope to be hunting, you know, I hope to be hunting the steep mountains when I'm 80. So in order to yeah. do that, I'm going to have to stay on top of things. Yeah. And I think that's a little bit to do with it too, with some of the haters is it's, it's jealousy for part of it. You, you can't group them all into one thing. Uh, envy is another one. Like, but the thing is anybody's capable of doing it. You might have to adjust for your own personal um, you know, maybe you have personal injuries and stuff you got to work around. So you might not be able to do it the exact same, but anybody is able to improve their health and their fitness to do whatever it is they want to do. It's a matter of prioritizing, you know, do you need Absolutely. to be sitting in front of the TV for that hour? Maybe not. Doesn't mean you have to go for a run for an hour. Nobody enjoys running Kevin. Um, <laughs> but you know what I mean? But you, you yeah, could, sure. you could go exercise in any which way or form that suits you and what you need to do, which is better than sitting in front of that TV or, or just doing nothing. That's yeah, go for a, a choice. Yeah. yeah. Go for a, a walk, walk, sir. If you can't walk, if you can't run, go for a walk, walk kilometer next week, run for two kilometers or I guess miles. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's just, yeah. But, yeah. It's, it's, it's the, the thing that I try to explain to people in terms of like health, just, just health being healthy is that 
the actual movement and training part is by far the easiest thing to do. Yeah. It's oh, like yeah. The less comp- it's the, it's the most, it's the less complicated thing to do. Yeah. Well, what should I do? Well, what do you like to do? Go do that until it makes you sweat and then stop. Like, yeah. honestly, like that's, if you do that day after day, if you're consistent with that, like if that's, if that has any transfer to what you're trying to do now, you couldn't mm-hmm. go swimming every day and then expect to be able to throw a backpack on your on your back and be able to walk around the mountains all the time but it's better than nothing yeah it's not gonna hurt you (laughs) no and it's funny that to piggyback off what um what peter just said is that the key to success in like health and fitness is just like being honest with yourself you just being like downright honest it's like when people say, I don't have the time. Are you, sh- are you sure you don't have the time? Like you can't make time. There's 24 hours in every day. Everybody has the same 24 hours and there's people out there doing a lot more than you are. And yeah, there might be days when you don't have the time or you just can't make the time or like you've been running on, on empty for so long that I'm going to have to take a day where I, I don't do anything today. But if people are honest with themselves, they know that they have the time to exercise and they know what to eat and what not to eat. They, yeah. I mean, most people really do. Um, some people don't, not everybody, but if you're really honest with yourself and um, you, you can succeed now, you can't honestly, honesty isn't going to get you there alone. You have to have discipline as well. But if people stop lying to themselves and stop saying, Oh man, I don't have the time. Oh, I don't have the space. Oh, but making these excuses. Um, that's all they are. If you're just really honest with yourself and say, you know, what, I just, I could do it, but it's not that important. Okay. Now we're yeah. getting somewhere. Yeah. Well, why isn't it that important? Well, have you considered these things? So um, honesty is a big, big part and just being able to like, honestly analyze y- yourself and yeah. your excuses. It's, yeah. it's a, it, it'll go a long ways in getting you where you want to be, uh, you know, physically and, and health wise. I think a yeah, lot of I people think- too, like on top of like once you're, once you're getting into whatever system you're going to do, whether it's a little bit of walking, running, swimming, just getting that exercise in there. It, to yep. me, it's not even a matter of seeing results. And I think a lot of people are so focused on seeing immediate results where if you just slowly get into it, you're going to start to feel better. And once you start feeling better, your, your mental health is going yep. to join right in with your physical health and the both are going to coincide together. And let's face it, your mental health that can make or break you when you're out in the, in the woods too. You know, if you're physically there, your, your mental fatigue, your, your just everything to it. That how many times do people quit a hunt? It's like, gosh, yeah. oh, just go. They make up excuses. Yeah. So if it's yeah. not all oh, my legs, are a little sore or, it's something It's too wet. It's too cold. It's whatever, mm-hmm. but they both go hand in hand in my, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Anyway, I find when I'm doing those exercises and getting fit and getting ready, you know, I'm just, mm-hmm. I feel better about myself. And then it's like, all right, yeah, I'm ready for this. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you do, any little bit of physical activity, it's going to help you. It's going to help you mentally just as much as going to help you physically. You're going to sleep better. You're going to be more alert. Like everything's going to be just, you know, it just improves everything. And, and a lot of people don't see that. I mean, I have people in my life that you try to talk to them about it. They're like, nah, it doesn't matter. It's not going to help. It's not going to help. I'm like, well, yeah. why don't we just try it? Why don't you and I want, you know, I'll sorry, I won't go for a run today. I'll, I'll, we'll go for a walk or we'll go for a hike or whatever. Yeah. Right. We'll just yeah. start small, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but it's always an excuse. Oh, I don't have time for that. Well, you do yeah. have time to sit there and watch the hockey game or, you yeah. know, 
you sacrifice that. So it's just like you said, it's it's just prioritizing what's important to you. And and you know what? I'll I'll even I'll I'll piggyback off that and say this that that's exactly what we preach at Train to Hunt. When I start you on this program, it is really a question of like, what are you willing to do? Hmm. What are you willing to do? Like how if you've already tried these things and you already have this kind of idea of how much time I have and what my tolerances are, like, are you willing to walk a hundred yards a day, every day, every day, get out your door, walk a hundred yards, walk back to your, to your door and then carry on with your day. Are you willing to do that much? If the answer is yes, I say start there. And the reason I say start there is because, when you build up these successes, I call them making daily deposits. When you make these daily deposits, even if it's something that um, isn't getting you these like giant results, you're not losing a ton of weight, you're get, not getting ton, much stronger, it's going to get easier. If, even if you started it walking a half a mile every day, for, in, after 14 days, that half a mile is going to feel a lot different than it did on day one. And yeah. you're going to know that, hey, I have what it takes to do this 14 days in a row. Hey, I'm going to bump it up a little bit. And that confidence just snowballs from there. It's really about consistency. Consistency yeah. is key. It's not, it doesn't matter what you're doing. It's a matter of consistency every single, every day, because yeah. that builds your confidence. It gives you a, a lens to look through, a new lens to look through that says, I, I can do this. I do have the time. I can make time and people will start with, Oh, I don't have this much. I only have this much time. Okay. We'll just use this time doing this. I've had people start with a 200 yard walk and five pushups, five sit-ups. That's it. Yeah. Do this for 14 days. Is that all? Well, you do it for 14 days in a row and we'll go from there. Yeah. And they do it and they're like, wow, that felt really great. And then we can bump them up and we can bump them up. And before you know it, like, it doesn't take that long. If you make daily deposits, pretty soon you check your balance and you're like, wow, I got $500 in the bank. I, I didn't make any deposit over $5. Yeah. And like, yeah, because you did it every single day. Yeah. You know? yeah. I love the quote, uh, consistent, consistency compounds. Cause I man, it's just so accurate. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I think, I think even mentally when you actually accomplish, it doesn't matter whether it's a small feat, uh, a goal, whatever. If I find it's better to, it's always nice to have an end game yep. to a point, but yep. I believe it's better to have smaller goals. And when you're able to accomplish and check off those goals as you're mm -hmm. trying to get to your end game and that keeps you going, you know, if a person's thing is I want to lose 60 pounds. All right. All right. Let's keep that in the back, but that's not the goal. The goal is to do your 200 yards yeah. for this two weeks. And Maybe we'll see if we can lose five pounds. Maybe yeah. you'll get both of those checked off in that time. Maybe not, but maybe, yeah. you know, at least one of those with the doing it for two weeks at a time, boom, felt great. Feels great. I'm going 300 yards next time. Guess what? You're going to get that five pounds, whether you like it or not, because you're starting mm -hmm. to move your body's, you know, increasing and increasing and yeah, yeah. it's going to respond in a positive way. Yeah. If yeah. you, if you have those long-term goals that you set in the sky, you got the short-term goals that you break the, you break that long-term goal into like maybe, you know, months or years increments. And then you have your daily goals and those daily yeah. goals are the ones you want to check off. Cause every time you check off one of those daily goals, you're building towards the short-term goal. Every time you hit one of those short-term goals, you're closer that much closer to the long-term goal. So yeah, exactly totally. to your point, if you say, Oh, I want to lose 60 pounds. 
yeah, this isn't going to happen overnight. So we're going to have to yeah. keep keep you keep you motivated somehow. So let's say sixty pounds. How long? When do you want to be? When do you want to have sixty pounds off of by next hunting season? Okay, so we have twelve months. All right. So in twelve months, that, that that's roughly five pounds a month. You're going to lose five pounds a month. So our goal is to try and get you five pounds a month. How are we going to get you to lose five pounds this month? Well, you're going to have to do this much work in order to get get five pounds off. Let's break that work up into daily. So every day you're going to have to do this much work. And if you do that, then you'll reach that five pound goal at the end of the month and you'll reach it the next month and you'll reach it the next month. And Mm -hmm. before you know it, like you said, like it or not, you're, you're going to win because it's, it's all those little battles will win the war. You know, you don't just go out and fight the war. You win the battle and you win the war. Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't even mean, sorry, go ahead, Kevin. No, you go ahead. It's all good. I was going to say, and don't get, and I don't mean to focus on weight. It was just an easy example. Yeah. It yeah. could be a, exactly. a well, strength I think, thing. It yeah. I think that is like that the hill. majority of it is weight. Yeah. See, for, for me personally, I don't really care about, I fluctuate so much. Like I can fluctuate mm-hmm. five, 10 pounds a week, easy, no problem. And I'm mm-hmm. not changing anything. It's just the way my body is. So for me, my conditioning is more for cardio and weight in a backpack and I'm going to, mm-hmm. okay, I'm going to hike that hill to where I'm going to get that elk or that mountain or whatever. Mm-hmm. How am I going to feel by the time I'm halfway up there? How am I going to feel by the time I'm all the way up there? And if I can keep doing that and I'm not huffing and puffing by the time I'm done 15 steps up there. Great. And then, all right, I've hiked a kilometer, still good to go. An animal mm-hmm. could come out, boom, you know, like yeah. I'm, I'm physically fit that way. And that'll correspond with, my weight going up and down too. It usually stays down as soon as I'm in like tip top mountain mm-hmm. shape. Um, but yeah, I, I think a person's just got to focus on what there is. I think you are right. A lot of people, Kevin are focused on their weight, but just that Which is nothing, yeah, nothing wrong. And I, I like, no. you know, I, I like how it, you say you break it down into small because I think that's huge. I mean, to, to look at, to jump on a scale and be like, Oh man, I got to lose 60 pounds a lot of people get overwhelmed and be like, man, I, I'm never going to be able to do this. But then you break it down yeah. into like, I don't have to lose 60 pounds. I just got to lose five pounds. Yeah, and after that, we're going to focus on another five the pounds, next, right? The next. And another five pounds. And already that's 15 pounds, right? Three months yeah. down the road, you're at 15 pounds. Now you, but the thing is, once you get into it, once you get moving, you, you build motive, you, you find you, you create motivation for yourself. And then, you know, yeah. you're like, oh, then you work a little harder. And then all of a sudden it's going to be like, it ain't going to be five pounds a month. You're going to find it's going to be, you're going to be working a little harder. You're going to have, you're going to feel better. You're going to be able to go an extra mile, an extra two mile. You're going to be able to do 20 extra sit-ups, 20 extra push-ups a day. Now that five pounds is going to be like 700. And then it starts to ex- escalate, right? It's like a snowball going downhill. And then, you know, mm-hmm. that's when the train really gets moving out of the station. Absolutely. And I love performance goals. Like, I mean, I'm, since since 2000 i mean really my whole life honestly because i have never had i've had lots of weight clients but clients usually come in two forms they say i either want to lose weight or i want to gain muscle that's usually the two things Mm -hmm. but in 2008 when we started the crossfit gym it was really like i really just pushed people to performance goals performance goals and people would come in and say hey i want to lose weight or i want to gain muscle and i would say why don't we set some performance goals like what do you want to be able to do with yourself like just give me some examples of what some things you want to do with yourself and for training to hunt it's like well, I have a hunt coming up. It's in this area. We're going to have this much weight on our backs. We're going to be at this elevation, this, this many days. And I was like, and your goal is to be able to walk how many, how many miles a day in that terrain? Well, I, I assume we're going to be doing somewhere between five and 10. It's like, all right, so that's your goal. Forget about the weight. 
forget about, forget about the weight because by the time you can perform the way you want to perform, you reach your performance goals, your body is going to be exactly where you need it to be exactly where you need to be. Cause you might be wrong. You might not need, have to lose that much weight or you might have to lose more weight than that. But if you, if you base your goals strictly around performance, like your, if you reach those performance goals, chances are your body's going to adapt to a weight that you have. That's, that's what you need. That's how much muscle you need. That's how much fat you need. That's how much everything you need. So take care of the performance and the weight and the muscle will take care of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Do you find it like, do you get um, like a busy season where guys are like, like, holy shit, it's July 1st. I got to get in shape here. <laughs> I'm going on a sheep hunt in like middle of August or like, you know what I mean? Or just like, yeah, oh, I just realized I only got six weeks or eight weeks and I'm going on this crazy ass hunt. Do you get a lot of that? Yeah, I do. Around, around July or around like middle of June, first of July, there's a lot of guys hit the panic button. <laughs> yeah. The panic button. Where the hell is it? And, uh, yeah. and, <laughs> Um, they, you know, they're like, what do I need to do? This is the hunt. This, and I'm like, okay, well, what have you been doing? I haven't been doing anything. Okay. Well, let's not kill you because you, you have this hunt coming up. And I know that right now you want to put the gas pedal down. You want to try and fast track yeah. this getting in shape. Um, and we, we can to an extent, but the, it, the last thing we want to do is hurt you going into a hunt. So we're going to yeah. just, we're going to get you where you can be the best we can get you there. Um, and then next year, next year you know start training a little earlier and that's the yeah. best i can do because yeah it, maybe we're not at the end of the for, season yeah yeah at the yeah, end man, of the season not, take two weeks off and then you know yeah. we'll get back into it yeah exactly I, I mean imagine if a guy you know got a hold of you like two weeks before the super bowl and said hey man i just got called up i haven't been doing anything but i gotta really, i gotta be ready for playing the super bowl game you're gonna be like yeah. look man we're gonna do the best we can we're gonna figure out like what we can do in the next like eight weeks, 12 weeks. But the fact of the matter is, is like you, you kind of miss the boat a yeah. little bit, but you, yeah. might, you might as well crack your beer while you're talking about yeah, what yeah, you're right. do But it's never too late. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right. never, too never too late. I would say that if anybody right now is listening to this and says, man, I'm that guy. Like I haven't trained. Yeah. I don't know what to do at this point. I would say, put your pack on and start and just start putting in some miles and don't try to kill yourself. The biggest mistake you can make is be pissed at yourself for waiting this long. So I'm going to put a ton of weight. I'm going to do a ton of miles. I'm going to go all uphill and I'm going to like end up in a puddle of mud at the end of every workout because I'm an idiot for waiting this long. If you do that, the chances of you, number one, not following through because people will only do what hurts and sucks for so long. Mm -hmm. And even if you're really disciplined, and you do push through that soreness and those little aches and pains, the chances of you getting injured are pretty high. So, dude, just relax, throw some weight on, say, you know what? I just, I should have started earlier, but I'm going to start right now. I'm going to put some weight. I'm going to put 30 pounds or 20 pounds in my pack. And I'm going to put on two miles a day. I'm going to put on two miles tomorrow. I'm going to put two miles the next day, two miles the next day. Yeah. And I'm going to do what I can between now and hunting season because um, it's better than me sitting around moping and not doing anything. And it's better than me trying to kill myself and getting injured. Now I can't go hunting anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. That's a good point. Yeah. And then, mm -hmm. yeah, don't repeat next year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get you on the train to hunt program. Yourself for that. Yeah. What you ought to do is get on, subscribe to train to hunt and yeah. get on the, get on our program because we're a year round program. We're okay. going to take care of you. We're going to recover you. We're going to get you stronger. We're going to make your strengths, your weaknesses. 
about four, five weeks out, we're going to start slowly developing this yeah. sport specific training. We're going to have you packing. We're going to have you doing single leg strength movements. We're going to, and then we're going to toward the last month or so, we're going to have you shooting during your workouts to simulate shooting under pressure yeah. and That's a good one. walk and walk right into hunting season, ready to go. Yeah. Not just right. to not, not just attack the mountains, but, but to be able to get yourself back. If something happens, yeah. we all know this. Like the 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 mountains in BC are just as unforgiving as the ones down, you know down here in the states. Are the same mountains. Yeah. If something happens, you don't want you want to be able to get out, and you want to be able to get your hunting partner out. You want to be with yeah. your dad, your brother, your friend. You owe it to them, their family, your family to be able to be in shape enough that if something happens, you're getting them out. Yeah. Do you sure. find? Ahead, do you find with new clients and stuff that you find a lot of people? uh doing a program wanting to get in shape because they're worried they're not going to be able to keep up with their hunting partner or whoever they're going to go out with or do you find most of it is for themselves and just trying to get them themselves into shape for their own appreciation of it and that sort of thing it's almost always it's almost always two things one um i need to get in shape because i'm tired of i'm like i'm tired of getting my butt kicked like it's time for me to get in shape and to, uh, Hey, I haven't ever trained. I'm 65 and I understand your program is really age friendly and is for anybody. Um, I'd like to try your program because I'd like to be able to be hunting 10 years from now. And if I don't start now, then I'm, then I'm probably not going to be hunting 10 years from now. So those are the two major clients. It's good for me. I'm going to do this for me. Um, and usually they're family men, honestly, most of them are family men and they're just like yeah. man i got a family now like i need to start thinking about my health and i don't really i don't like working out but i'm going to start working out because and if i'm going to start working out i want to start working out like a hunter because I, I don't want to go to the gym i don't yeah. want to do bicep curls i don't want to you know i don't want to get in there and run on a treadmill i want to be able to go out in my backyard throw my backpack on go for a walk do a few body calisthenics shoot my bow and call it a workout yeah i think a lot of guys too i mean once you get to a certain age you start seeing those younger guys and you're like, fuck that. I'm not going to like, <laughs> you're just going to get like your show ran. Like, no, I got to start yeah. doing something here. Cause like, I don't want to be that older guy that all the younger guys were making fun of, man. That's right. That's right. And, and it's, and we're all going there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, like we've, we've all, we've all been the young guy and now oh, yeah. we're graduating to the oh, old yeah. guy. And when, like we you said, you're young yeah. guys and you're like, screw that, man. Those guys like, those priorities change though. Right. Like Kevin, yeah. like when you're younger, like I was, I was the same way, man. When I was younger, like it was all about, like, I grew up in a bodybuilding age. I was, yeah. you know, yeah, man. Fregno and, yeah. and yeah. sports. Major. I, I just want to get big and strong. Yeah. And I think every young man between the ages of like oh, yeah. 14 and probably 25, they just want to see how big and strong yeah. and nasty they can get. And then yeah. you get into your thirties and forties, you start thinking about like, you know, I if you're still training, you start, you start thinking about other things. Yeah, man. Yeah, for sure. That was my big pump and iron Arnold, man. I was like in my twenties. That's all I did. Oh yeah. Just lift for size, less size and strength. Who can yeah. More? <laughs> yeah. It was, yeah, exactly. Hey man, how much do you bench? Like that yeah. was like, Oh yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That was it. That's all anybody really cared about, right? Like how much do you bench, man? Like, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Now then yeah, it was really, it's an evolution, right? Cause I, all I wanted to was big and strong. And then I got into CrossFit and it was all performance based. And I started competing in CrossFit and then it was all about being well-rounded. And, and that was right up my alley just because 
you know, I played, fo- I played football, wrestling, track and baseball. And then I played yeah. baseball in college. And I mean, I was like, I, I felt pretty well-rounded. I could do yeah. in track. I did, I, I threw, I jumped, I did high jump and, and long jump and triple jump and sprinted and did quarter miles. I was pretty well-rounded. And so when I got into CrossFit, it was all about performance and being yeah. really well-rounded and can you go out and run a, a five minute mile and then deadlift 500 pounds. And yeah. it was a good question. Well, can you? So that's, those are the, my goals, all performance-based. And then, yeah. after, and nowadays, like in 2010, when we first started the, the, the train to hunt, it was really just a hybrid of, of CrossFit is really what it was. It was just like, we kind of picked and ch- we got to pick and choose like which, um, which movements we wanted to use and in what sequence, but it was really, it, it really had a CrossFit feel for it. And, but now it's evolved to something totally different. Like yeah. you're not going to, you're not going to get on train to hunt and see, uh, see the workouts and go, Oh man, this is just basically CrossFit. You know, yeah. it's not, it's yeah. just, it, it's not, it's, it's specifically for hunters because hunters, hunters need the one thing, in my opinion, CrossFit doesn't train on a daily basis. If you go to a gym and that is, that is long endurance, right? We're going to spend 12 hours on our feet when we go in the mountain day after day after day, you go to a CrossFit gym. I owned one for five years. And if we had, if we had a a workout that lasted 40 minutes, it was a long workout, you know, it would just do these things as fast as you can. You went like hell and we had pretty decent stamina, great power. Um, we were really efficient in our movements, but yeah. like that long drawn out grinding, m- you know, mental grinding yeah. endurance, yeah. It, it CrossFit doesn't hit. And so yeah. that's what we focus on um, here at Train to Hunt is that, yeah. that long base, low intensity, mm-hmm. can you grind it out for, you know, for an yeah. hour every day. So every day. Yeah. Right. Well, I got a buddy, like I'm usually in pretty good shape for when it comes to hunting season, all that kind of stuff. I'm not afraid to go to the tops of the mountains, whatever, but I got this one buddy. He's probably 40 pounds less than me. That guy is a damn goat. I've never (laughs) seen anybody move up and down a mountain like that. And so it's funny. You go back to thinking about all the big pump and iron and all the big muscle and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, I turned my head for two seconds and it's like, where the fuck did he go <laughs> next thing you know he's half a click above me and be like oh there's nothing up here and be like how the hell did you get up the i just i swear to god i just looked back like 30 seconds ago and next thing you know you're up there and but he's just like, magician his way up there oh i just like can you teach me that yeah well hey yeah. That, you know what that's a good point is that hunting and mountaineering and climbing mountains Floors and ceilings. You guys ever heard that? Like every sport has a floor and a ceiling when it comes to, to, to uh, fitness, like the, the ceiling, the ceiling's pretty low when it comes to like size, strength, power. Yeah. It's, you know, that the guy you're talking about, like his endurance is above even what it really needs to be, you know, but, but he, and he, and you could probably like, I mean, as far as strength, it's, you probably can't even compare your guys to strength. You're probably so much stronger than him, but he's proves that he's oh. at least at the, the floor. He's got plenty of strength to get him where he needs to be. So um, it is very hard to grasp. I think for a lot of people that, and especially for people who like have these, like these histories of like wanting to pack on the pounds and be strong. And mm-hmm. I have a hard time. I personally had a really hard time just like letting go of the, of, I want to get 
a little stronger. I'd love to get stronger. I'd love to, well, when I started measuring my floors and ceilings from my strength, like you, you don't have to be able to deadlift 500 pounds in order to be a good hunter. You don't have to be able to deadlift 400 pounds. You don't even have to be able to deadlift 300 pounds. Like what's the most weight you're going to pick up off the ground and move to your shoulder? Like maybe a hundred pounds. If yeah. your pack weighs 150, yeah. your buddy's probably helping you on with it or you're turtling yeah. it up. Right. Yeah. So, do you have to be able to one rep max 400 pound deadlift? No, you don't. So like, so why are you still trying to get better at your deadlift? Or like, why are we bench pressing you guys? Like it's fun. That's why we bench press, but like, does it really help us in the moments? Not really, not really. You know, I think yeah. pushups, pushups do because yeah. it helps us with, uh, you know, just balance, keeping stability, right. ability, balance yeah. and that kind of stuff. But I could go on and on anyway. Yeah, it's floors and ceilings when you're talking about guys like that. Like, you know, he's obviously figured out that endurance, stamina, he's got he's way above where we are. And part of that being the lightweight dude. Yeah, it's got its bonuses, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. You're just packing around extra weight if you're he's big just, old Hulk out there. Well, he's, yeah, we haven't gone out a ton together, just kind of done some, you know, mushroom picking and all that kind of stuff together. And I'm just like, man, if you brought me out, I know what I'm there for. It's not for the killing for, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. for the pack and praise. Like they brought yeah, me yeah. a two-legged pack horse is all I got here. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah. So your, your course, it, uh, is it, is it, so if somebody comes to you, never worked out before in their life, they yeah. come to you. I'm 45 yeah. years old. I got into hunting five years ago. I love hunting. Yeah. I love the idea of backpack hunting. I'm just, too out of shape i've never done any exercise in my life is it something that you like just you kind of like personalize a plan for them based on like their what their goals are what their background is you know long-term goals short-term goals that type of thing so that's a good question and the answer to that is um yes and no so i do offer a subscription and we're subscribe we're subscription based it's a monthly subscription mm -hmm. so in our basic subscription our our uh our standard subscription and our premier subscription, all three options, Right. you get access to the daily workout. So right. I write workouts daily and these workouts are written so that if you are a fire breathing dragon, that's like been in this system for a couple years and you, this is the third time through this and you've seen this, like you, that workout is going to be challenging for you because you're going to be putting in the effort and you right. might be going a little bit longer or further and you might be um hacking a little bit more weight where somebody brand new i've never this is my first go at it um they start they start at the the at the beginning it's like the intro um the intro part uh the intro phase and i explained to them what we talked right. about earlier which is what are you what are you doing what are you willing to do every day and then i progress them through that now mm -hmm. The reason I say I can personalize it and I do talk to them is if they get a premier uh, subscription, that's it's $54.95 a month. And every month we jump on the phone at the beginning of the month and we talk about the previous month or we talk about the up and coming month. It's your first time we'll jump on the phone and I'm going to get to know you. What's your history? What's your limitations? How old are you? What have you tried? What haven't you tried? What's your eating like? What kind of hunts do you have coming up? What kind of any kind of ailments you might have or anything you're fighting? And then I'm going to suggest to you 
that these are the things that I want you to do. Mm-hmm. I want you to do the, like I have warmups, I have hip, um, hip, hip strength programs. I have shoulder strength programs. I have, um, all kinds of programs. I'm going to say, I want you to do this program and this program and half of the workout for the next two weeks. And then, and then after the, those two weeks, I want you to shoot me an email that says, I've done the two weeks. Um, I'm ready for the next and I'll shoot you the next phase of, of this month's, uh, um, training. And then we'll jump on the phone the first of the next month and we'll talk about this month. So it's a really pretty de- decent deal. You know, when I was trained, when I was training, just a consultation was 50 bucks, just right, to sit down yeah. with the trainer and talk yeah. to him about your goals yeah. and where you're going and where you're headed with 50 bucks. And this is $54 a month. And for $54 a month, you get mm-hmm. a daily workout, you get daily workouts, you get a consultation with yeah. me, you get um, a free entry fee into the train hunt challenge anywhere in the United States. You get a mm-hmm. free entry fee every month into the online challenge. Yeah. Um, and we ship um, train to hunt, hunt merchandise to your door four times a year, but for no charge, just here you go. Thanks right. for being a member. So cool. it's, nice. a, it's a really, it's a great deal. And if you're yeah. just starting now, I highly recommend the premier membership. Yeah. That's awesome. So yeah, obviously it's available to Canadians online. Absolutely. Stuff. Absolutely. I have, I have, yeah, I have plenty of Canadian clients. Oh, wicked. wicked. Yep. In fact, they're, they're always like, man, when are you going to come to BC and do a challenge up here? Yeah, that'd be cool. And I'm gonna have to, yeah, man, it'd be cool. I, yeah, I'd love to do it. it. Bring it up to Kelowna. Kelowna it's is kind awesome. of central. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's awesome. I, I love Kelowna. I had a bunch of buddies who played summer ball up in Kelowna when I was oh, playing. For, uh, yeah. And they, and so we went, we'd go up there um, whenever we had any kind of break and it, it's beautiful. Like Kelowna, Penticton. Yeah. Like just unbelievable. Yeah. Cool. Well, there you go, Pete. You beat me in the archery round. We'll see how you do. I'm going to have to get on that uh, program <laughs> there before it comes to Kelowna. <laughs> Hey, you get, I'll tell you where you start is the online challenge. As you jump on there and you do the online challenge. Online challenges are every month. Oh, yeah. And and all you got to do is set up your phone or have somebody film you doing it. And then mm-hmm. you just get your video and boom, you're you're entered into the online challenge. And if you oh, win cool. your if you win your age age division, you win prizes like you know, bugles and diaphragms oh, cool. and train hunt gear and it's cool. So, so there you go, Kevin. You'll be in the seniors division. <laughs> Yeah, the yeah. Division. There's no. I, I got I just like six know, months your... on him. Six months or something. <laughs> fucking grandpa over here. Yeah, know, right? <laughs> just old man. Just yeah. <laughs> That's pretty yeah. much it. Is there any running involved in your uh, in your programs? Or I'm just very little. Very little. Go. Well, I might have a shot, Kevin. After all, guess what? I'm gonna have a smile on my face while I'm doing it. <laughs> he Pete's yeah. convinced that uh, running is unenjoyable i don't know it's not have you ever seen anybody anybody in the pot you guys can i don't whoever's listening message us whatever i'm focus hunting (laughs) have you ever seen anybody smiling dude i sent you a a, a picture a video of me smiling and running that was so forced and you could only do it for what like 20 (laughs) seconds and you're out of breath i saw you shut it off there you go and man, running is medita- meditative, man. If you get oh, once yeah. you get good at it, and you're just like getting a zone, it's just oh, yeah, really man. hard to get to the point where you're just like, you're just like, you're just yeah. on autopilot. But once yeah. you get there, it it, it is enjoyable, Pete. It no. is. It really is. The only time you're gonna see this guy running when there's a grizzly bear on my ass, <laughs> I, I do it. Kevin's gonna find out how fast I really am. I don't even have to and worry about it. I'm going to kick you in the knee and you're going to tip over. I'm going to walk out. 
I'm taking your binos too on the way out of your spotting <laughs> store. Oh, uh, no, you know, we don't do a ton of running. And the reason we don't is because, uh, like I mentioned, we do a lot of, uh, we try to, we try to keep it for everybody and yeah. you'd be really, you'd probably be shocked to know how many people like have a tough time running because they have bad yeah. knees or bad back or something. So I, what I do is I, there's lots of ways to increase intensity. You got speed, distance and time and weight. Right. So I, right. I, I use this, you got four, you know, speed, distance, time and weight. Yeah. And so I'll increase time. I'll increase distance. I'll increase weight. But, uh, most of the time I leave the speed up to you. And by the way, if you ever put 60 pounds on your back and walk as fast as you can, like 4.3 miles an hour, um, you, you might as well run. You might as well take the bag off and run. It's probably yeah. easier. <laughs> yeah, man, for sure. So do you guys, do you cover, do you help out with diet and stuff in the program as well? I do for the premier membership. Um, uh, we'll, we'll break into their personal diet, but the, the diet I cover just in the, the, the blogs. So every week I'll write a blog on a topic, nutrition, um, or macronutrients, or this week I wrote something on like how to, how to define your effective shoot di shooting distance. Like what's my effective shooting distance? Why, you know, should I be shooting 40, 50 yards? That's where I cover nutrition is in those, mm -hmm those blogs before I put, before I post the workouts. So right. it's, it's all, it's all just kind of a shotgun and nutrition is a really tricky one, man, yeah. because everybody's so different and there's no such thing as the perfect diet for yeah. anybody. I try to just keep people on point with, you know, don't eat sugar, don't eat, you know, don't eat a ton of carbs, eat, make sure you eat plenty of protein. Fat's not going to make you fat. Mm -hmm. um eat small meals throughout the day if yeah. that doesn't work try eating in a like a what i call a feeding window like fast basically a fast right you so you fast for say 18 hours and eat for six hours right. um but it's i keep it pretty general unless i can speak to somebody one-on-one -on -one in a right. premier membership and then um and then i'll, I'll absolutely, gotcha. break, absolutely yeah. break it down for me yeah. yeah i feel like diet is like that's the hardest obstacle for probably people to over overcome i imagine like just talking to people it's like they it, it comes back to time thing oh i don't have time to make a healthy right. lunch like guys that work with me and i'm like man you guys yeah. like i look at their eat i'm open up my lunch and i got i got like elk raw vegetables yeah. and you know what i mean like a fruit right. yogurt and a bar and it's like and right. i look at theirs and they got a bag of potato chips yeah and some crap they picked up from the store and some pop yeah. and they're like oh i didn't have time i'm like you have nothing but time, man. You have you don't have any kids. You work for uh, me eight hours a day. I work twelve hours a day, and I have yeah. three kids, and yeah. I still make my own lunch. Like, yeah, it's like it's last night's dinner, dude. It's not hard. Last yeah. night's dinner left over. Yeah. Shove oh, in a bag, yeah. throw a piece of fruit in there, some vegetables, and some yeah. water. Done. Don't I tell me you don't have time. That's where the honesty part comes in, right? Oh, yeah, I've been preaching yeah. this for the longest time, but I actually hate the word diet. I don't want to hear diets in my house or in my family yeah. or anything yeah. because it's, if you want change, it's, you're not going on a diet. You're doing a lifestyle change for sure. And when you're yeah. going to yeah. go do that lifestyle change, I don't want to see these, no offense to anybody who's out there. This is just my personal opinion. I don't want to see those dumb diet books or do this, do this. Everybody's doing, I don't care about the fats. You won't, you know what? Eat a night. Like, like Kevin was just saying, Start off with a nice, easy, well-balanced diet. Yep. 
everybody's a little different, uh, you know, some foods will affect people differently. So, you know, I'm not saying dive deep right away into it, but pick it apart a little bit at a time. You know, if you, if you know, if you have a sweet tooth for Pepsi, just say, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well don't cut it out cold Turkey. Cause guess what's going to happen. Eventually you're going to binge. You're going to crash. You're going to start pounding that Pepsi back, you know, and that sugar intake, cut it back a little bit at a time that can go for anything, whether it's chocolate bars, whether it's chips, go mm-hmm. back, cut it in half. Instead yep. of a full glass, do a half glass and slowly, but surely just you'll eliminate it. And if you're doing the exercise thing, your mental thing's going to come back into it. You're just going to feel better. And eventually you're going to cut it out and you're not going to have those cravings. But if you do it just like snapping your fingers, I've never, I've, maybe there's some people out there. I'm sure there is It's a big enough world that have cut it cold Turkey, but if you're playing percentages, it's not oh, going to yeah. work. No. So slowly, but surely it's that, you know, like check, check that box. I only had one yeah. half glass today. I didn't have a full glass today or yeah, whatever, yeah. whatever yeah. your, your vice is. It doesn't matter. It's all the same. hundred percent. I, I agree on both, on both, uh, on both ends, like with training and with uh, yeah. diet they have in common is you have to think airplane, not helicopter. Like yeah. here I am today. And that's where I want to be. You're not going to, yeah. you're not going to quit cold Turkey. You're not going to do 10 miles your first day. It's no. going to be a, you got to get some momentum going, some confidence going before you even start getting off the ground. So the first thing you should do if you're out there and you're saying, man, I just don't know what to do. I need to do something about my nutrition. I would, it's a great point, Peter. Eat less, eat the same stuff you're eating now. Just eat less of it. That's it. That's it. Like, don't try, if you're not sure what, I'm not sure what's healthy and what's not. If you're honestly not sure what's healthy and what's not, then just eat less than what you're eating now. If you feel like you're overweight, if you're like, man, I'm, I need to lose 60 pounds. So just get up and walk a half a mile every day and eat less than you're eating now. Eat the same stuff. Eat, just eat less of it. And yeah. pre- before you know it, you're, and then start, start, start understanding like, oh yeah, I shouldn't drink soda. Okay. Well, I need to be, I need to fast track that. I need to like drink less of that sooner. Like maybe I can do a half, like one Pepsi instead of six or three yeah. instead of six. And then next week I'm going to go two instead of six. I, Hey, I kid you guys not. I had a buddy of mine who was like, man, I really need some help. I went through his nutrition. He was drinking 12 Pepsis oh, a that, day. That's um, why I was, that's why I was, I cordled there. It was because we had a guy on the boat. He was running the boat. He, he drank, uh, a flat of Pepsi every 24 hours. And I'm not even kidding. Holy smokes. Flat of Pepsi every two, 24 hours. And that guy didn't sleep. Like he would go days without sleeping. He'd just be sitting up there jacked on Pepsi. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> He's all hopped up on that boot. Yeah. Nuts. And like just the most unhealthy guy. And like just, uh, just like, like yeah. bad skin it's and like everything. It's like, dude, have a glass of water, man. <laughs> like, yeah. I hate water. He probably said that. He probably said, man, I hate water. I don't drink yeah. water. Yeah, water yeah. makes me I worked, gay. I worked, at, I worked <laughs> with a guy on a ranch. He was an old timer. Like uh, he was in his, well, at least he looked like he was an old timer, but I think he was in his fifties. He was an old first, uh, first sergeant in the, in the military. And yeah. he drank, all he did was drink Mountain Dew and smoke cigarettes all yeah. day, all day. And I'm just like, yeah. that guy's good. Like uh, every day I show up to work, I'm like, Oh, he's not dead yet. Like I'm surprising <laughs> alive. Like, how do you just drink Mountain Dew and smoke smoke camels and like not die? But yeah. uh yeah. Anyway, my point was this guy drank twelve 
a day. I had him cut back to six and then I eventually had him cut back to three diet Pepsis because he just could not give it up. Right. I said, just go with diet Pepsi. It's not good for you either because it has this this uh yeah, aspartame big sugar in it but i said try that for now and he, after like i think it was like six weeks of being on three um three diet pepsis instead of 12 regular pepsis he lost 16 pounds wow. nothing else different yeah. no more yeah. exercise no more difference in his food that's what that's the effects that sugar has on your body you know it's Crazy. like you probably incredible. slept better too oh gosh Nutrition is way, way more complicated than anything that we can oh, just yeah, talk yeah. about. But um, I would love, I love helping people with nutrition. I like breaking it down. I like le- helping them, like helping them in all aspects. So if they yeah, become a awesome. premier member, that's what we'll do. Yeah. Cool. Well, what do you think, Pete? Maybe, uh, maybe we'll wrap it up. Hey, eh? it's been fun chatting, man. It's awesome. And uh, yeah, absolutely. yeah. yeah. Um, give us uh Give us the, the rundown on where we can, uh, you know, um, sign up for train to hunt and where we can follow you on Instagram and Facebook and, and all that other stuff. All right. Well, if you uh, train hunt.com is where you can find us. Um, we have Instagram, Facebook, you know, all of the intro web things we have the YouTube and we're, we're, we're really trying to fire these things back up, um, um, and get them, get them going. Um, and yeah, honestly, like the thing that what I would do, what I would recommend to anybody out there, is if you're somebody who just wants to get involved and get into a sport specific training program and have some fun doing it, be able to mm-hmm. compete online to be able to keep compete in person, then become a, just a standard member, a standard member that it's 34 95 a month. You get to be online. You get the online challenge. You get an in-person free entry for your entry fee to an uh, in-person challenge. You get the daily um, workouts, you get your ent- your name entered 75 times into a drawing for monthly giveaways. Right. Um, and I would really, even if you, even if you're somebody who's just, who's been doing something, but just wants to chat and make sure that you're yeah. on the right track, you can become a premium member and do it one month and then downgrade to standard member right. the next month. So there you can, it's cancel or, or downgrade or upgrade anytime. Um, but that's really what, what I'd, I'd like to see your listeners yeah. do is just jump on there and actually start training. Um, yeah. other than that, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm really looking forward to hunting season. Like I'm coming yeah, out no of my, oh, yeah. I'm trying to get all my ducks in a row. As you know, as you mentioned, you got kids too. So I have a wife and I got two 10 year olds and yeah. an 11 year old. So like, I'm trying to get yeah. them into school. I'm trying to get all my honey do list done. I'm trying to get every yeah. all my, all my, all my get business all stuff lined up, you yeah. know, yeah. yeah, get everything lined up so that when I go hunting, I can be out there and hunting. Everybody's yeah, happy. That's, Everything's that's done. the hardest part, man, is, is just like managing that. Like I got three kids that run a business and like, I'm going to a caribou yeah. hunt eight days. And it's like, man, you got to have shit locked down tight because like, you don't want to be thinking about stuff back home when no, you're out there no. when you're out there you want to be focusing on what you're there to get done and what you're there to do and yeah but i mean you, if you're out there not worrying about fitness that's just one less thing you got to worry about so that's right and it's it's it plays a bigger part in 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 oh everything man success yeah. than people actually realize you know like yeah. it, it, confidence is everything and with yeah. fitness comes confidence and with confidence comes the more likelihood of success because you're going to be out there longer you're going to be out there deeper yeah. you're going to be out there more often and let's face it, fellas, like we can be great hunters and I'll be the first one to tell you like fitness is not the like X factor of like, of, of whether you're a good hunter or not. It's no. a component. 
but I can tell you this, um, it will make even, it'll make all your hunts more enjoyable and you would be shocked. You'd be, Hey, do me a favor. You guys out there listening, the most successful guy that you know, or girl that you know in the hunting field, are they out of shape or the in shape? Do they spend a lot of time in the field or not very much time in the field? Like does their fitness contribute to their success? Yes or no. I guarantee you the answer is yes. Oh yeah. Guarantee. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Cool. You got anything to add, Pete? No, that was just it. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, man. man. I enjoyed it. I really appreciate you guys having me on here. Yeah, great. It's an awesome chat. Okay, we'll see you later, Pete. Yeah. Okay, guys, I want to thank you again for tuning into the Focus Hunting Podcast. It's coming at you as part of the Waypoint Outdoor Collective. Quick shout out to the sponsors of this show. Vortex Optics, the best in optics, period. AKU Boots, yoke to your feet. Now, if you guys go check out the uh, show notes, um, you're going to find some promo codes. Use them. Save a bunch. And uh, if you guys could please leave us a rating or review, we really appreciate that. And uh, until next time, love you guys. Miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby, 6'8 Western. Oh, I'm the old there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV.